Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Exodus chapter 33. We're going to start in verse 7 and go to the end of the chapter. And just to remind you, uh, the nation of Israel have worshipped the golden calf. Uh, God has punished them with plagues. 3,000 people have been killed. Uh, Moses has gone to bat. He's interceded for the people. And uh, now we hit this little moment where we see Moses and his desire to know and experience God, and we get a little sense of how he would connect with God. So let's begin in verse 7. It was Moses' practice to take the tent of meeting and set it up some distance from the camp. Everyone who wanted to make a request of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting, all the people would get up and stand in the entrances of their own tents. They would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and hover at its entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. When the people saw the cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they would stand and bound down in front of their own tents. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. One day, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me, I know you by name, and I look favorably on you. If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways, so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation is your very own people. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on me, and on your people if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on earth. The Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for I have looked favorably on you, and I know you by name. Moses responded, Then show me your glorious presence. The Lord replied, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will call out my name, Yahweh, before you. For I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. But you may not look directly at my face, for no one may see me and live. The Lord continued, Look, stand near me on this rock as my glorious presence passes by. I will hide you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and let you see me from behind, but my face will not be seen. I always found this passage to be quite uh, moving and uh, interesting. I love Moses' heart and desire to know God's ways. What is he asking there? He wants to know the essence of God. He wants to know what, what's, what's behind God's decisions. What are his values? What are his, his insights? What, what are the things that make him tick? You know, God, who are you truly? Would you, would you reveal yourself to me? Show me your ways, how you do what you do, why you do what you do. Give me an insight into who you are. And then he asks God, and then would you show me your glory? 
Would you show me your presence? Would you give me a, just a glimpse into who you truly are? And that's really the thing I just want to mention briefly today is that hunger, that desire to want to know God, to understand who he is, and also to experience God, to encounter his presence. Now, the whole earth, Scripture says, is full of God's glory, and that glory is his presence. The whole earth is full of his presence, and yet at the same time, we recognize that God can at uniquely times uh, be present in, in other ways, manifested in other ways. So the Holy Spirit resides in followers of Jesus. So the very presence of God is among us. And at other times, we may sense God's presence in a way that's maybe unexpected, but at the same time, we recognize that God is present at all times anyways. But we have this kind of glimpse moment, and this is what Moses is experiencing. He's saying, I'm hungry to see you. I'm hungry to experience you. I'm hungry to know you. And I think one of the reasons he was was that God was starting to turn a corner here. Moses had been pleading for the people, and as he plead, uh, has pled for the people, God has said, okay, I'm, gonna go, I'm not going to just go with you. I will go with the people. I will bless the people. Um, I'm not going to destroy them, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. And Moses, in, in essence, is saying, okay, would you kind of confirm that for me? <laughs> and one of the things you would do, in a uh, in that culture, is you would uh, cut a covenant, um, and often you would what you would do is you would take an animal and you would uh, have the animal killed and cut down the middle, and you'd put pieces of the animal uh, on two sides, making a pathway, and you together might walk through that that pathway of blood um, to s- kind of signify this is a binding agreement, a binding covenant that we are locked in together. And and if we don't keep this, let what happened to this animal be done to us. I mean, it was pretty intense. And God had this experience with Abraham. And I think here's kind of an imagery here where, where Moses is saying, would you, would you show me that this truly is kind of a renewal of what you've promised, that you will walk by, will you walk through and help me know that this is what you're, you're behind. And so God graciously uh, lets his goodness, his very presence, um, be exposed a little bit more than perhaps normally. And Moses has to be tucked away in a rock. His hand has to, God's hand has to be covering him up. Moses can get a sense of God's back, not that God has a back or a foot or anything, but whatever that is, he gets a little bit of a sense and it's powerful. For, for us to look at God in the face would be to have us die. And so God graciously says, okay, I will give you just a little glimpse into who I am. And then the cool thing I really wanted to just mention today is I love how when Moses says, you know, show me your ways, help me understand who you are more and more. And, uh, and what we see is God then basically says, listen, I'm going to cry out my name, or I'm going to call out my name when I go by you. And he says, for I will show, I, I show mercy to anyone I choose. I will show compassion to anyone I choose. And I think that's something we find from God in this story. He's being merciful, he's being compassionate, and he's present. And he's going to pick up the pieces with the people of Israel, and he's going to go with them. 
and he's going to show them mercy. He's going to show them compassion and he's going with them. And so today, uh, I just want to encourage us. Are, do you find yourself hungry, hungry to experience God? Hungry to know God's ways, to understand who he is? I think that's vital uh, more and more to seek to understand who God is, what God is like. Now, can we understand every little thing no. I think if anyone says, like, I understand fully who God is, I, I, can, I, I know everything about the Bible, I've got it all figured out, uh, their God is too small. God is incredibly uh, other than us, and yet so personal. And so though um, he may feel so personal, he's yet so different. And so we find ourselves in awe. We find ourselves in wonder. We find ourselves yearning to know him more, understand him more. And thankfully, Jesus has given us a lot of great insights into his Father God. One of my favorite to understand the ways of God is Jesus used the image of a father, and I've shared this before, but God being a good father who gives good gifts to his children. And so if the children say, you know, could I, dad, could I have a fish? The father won't say, yeah, uh, here's, here's a, here's a rock or here's a snake. And Jesus says, if, if you know how to give good gifts to your kids, uh, how much more does God who's good, who's righteous, who's wise, how much more would he give good gifts and give the Holy spirit to those who ask? And so I think it's important for us to hunger and desire and thirst to know God more, not just know more about God, not know more. Uh, I mean, it's great to know doctrine. It's great to know, you know, get all the theological points together. I'm 100% behind that. I love to do that myself. But if in our, in our pursuit to understand God, if we're missing out on experiencing and personally engaging and knowing God, we're missing out. And so today, are you hungering and thirsting to know God more? Do you find yourself more thirsty to experience God more this year than you did last year? Do you find yourself desiring to encounter God in a fresh way? Do you find yourself desiring to look into God's word, to understand more of who he is, what makes him tick, to understand his ways so that you might be able to recognize when he's at work, but also recognize how he's calling us to live. And so today, do you find yourself desiring to know God's ways and to see his glory, his presence? So I don't know what that might mean for you. For me, for me, I just find myself thinking through my own attitude toward God recently. And the reality is there's been a lot of hard things going on in, uh, in the lives of people around me and therefore uh, have touched me. I love knowing the truth of who God is, but man, do I need his presence. And the people around me need his presence. And so maybe you today need his presence. And I'd like to pray for you and pray for me with that. So let's pray. God, would you show us your ways? And then for 
whatever people are going through right now, whether it's a health crisis, a loss, a financial difficulty, a family struggle, a marriage under attack, or just things aren't going well. God, we want to know your ways. We want to know you're faithful. We want to know you're compassionate, you're merciful, you're strong enough to do everything that needs to be done. And so we put our trust and hope in you. But at the same time, God, would you show us your glory? Would you help us to know today that you are present with us and among us, that you're a good dad who gives good gifts? And so God, today, help us to know you're here. Remind us. And would your presence bring us healing and hope and new life. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day.